Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Let's, uh, let's get rolling. Hey, welcome everybody. Another, another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. We have with us today the man, the myth, and the legend all the way down from the great country of Texas. Uh, way down there on the on the border, you're you're damn close to where you at? Uh, damn near Mexico right now, or are you, where are you uh, at? I'm Dennis? pretty much in Mexico. I'm in Mission, Texas. When I say I'm right on the border, I'm right. Yeah. On the border. Mission, Texas is man, that's right there. So Dennis, um, Dennis, tell us a little bit about uh, oh Dennis Cohen. Excuse me, Dennis Cohen. And how can people? Let's get your plugs in right now. Where where can people find you on Facebook, Instagram? You you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Um, YouTube, all at oh. Get the Spoils. Yes, yes, we're uh, putting out our videos on YouTube as well. We're we're trying to hit every market. It's uh so, but if you want to just go in, it's Facebook.com uh, slash Get the Spoils. Twitter, same thing. Get the Spoils. All of it. Get the Spoils. Uh, okay. And what a pop up is the Spoils of War. I love it. The Spoils of War. Um, and we'll get into that. We'll get into kind of what the Spoils of War is, where it came from, the genesis, and how it's evolved. How's it going? Uh, but tell us a little bit about you. If people want to know, and on this podcast, we, we, um, we showcase people. We showcase there's a common theme with all of our guests, and that is at one point in time, they made a decision that they were not going to be beta. They were going to be the alpha. They were going to lead themselves, and they may have screwed up. <laughs> they, may, they may have made a mistake or two, but that's how they learned. And in the process of going out and getting some wins, and, and making those iterative steps to success or iterative steps to progress, they were able to have a breakthrough. And that breakthrough gave them the confidence to, again, not be beta about that next challenge. And so we're showcasing uh, folks all the time here on Knucklehead Podcast. We love, uh, we love having uh, guests come on and tell us a little bit about their story, a little bit about who they are, and then kind of their inspiration for their, for their business. So I'd love to hear a little bit about, about you, man. Tell us a little bit about Dennis. Well, uh, <laughs> It's interesting. You say all the stories and all the uh, just the fact that, you know, all the mistakes and stuff like that, because I could tell you, I got a bunch of them. That's for sure. Um, I make them every day and I'm still learning from them. Um, but for the most part, man, I'm just a small, small town Georgia boy. I actually uh, came from, I wouldn't say nothing, but not much. And I uh, joined the military and everything. And my whole family uh, was in the military as well, too. Where in Georgia are you from? Where, where in Georgia are you from? Uh, Bainbridge, Georgia. It's actually on the Georgia, Florida, Alabama border. So I'm uh, I'm wow. always on the border. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. And so are you a Georgia fan, Florida fan, or do you like where you're loyal? Oh, boy, yeah, you were right the first time. I'm a Georgia fan. Okay, all right. I'm a Georgia fan. So that's uh, one of the uh, interesting things about it is uh, I'm a Georgia fan, but I actually live 45 minutes. Well, I'm from 45 minutes away from Florida State University. Goodness. Um, so so I, I ACC SEC rivalry. You're like, yeah, hey, yeah, you know, we were a touchdown away or a field goal away from a national championship last exactly, year. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm, I'm, I grew up in the Bobby Bowden era watching Bobby Bowden football too. So there's that thing, you know, of all that going on while I stayed close by. So, but through and through, I remain a Bulldogs fan. That's for sure. That's awesome. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, that's some – we could talk about some knucklehead moments with that right there, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. uh, we, do have, uh, we do have ladies on the podcast. And half the time when we talk about football, uh, my wife's like, seriously? I, I mean, I don't 
that doesn't relate. I can't, I can't compute. That does not compute. So I'm just kidding. She's going to, I'm going to get smacked now after <laughs> another knucklehead moment. About to hear about knucklehead podcast. No, but t- tell us a little bit about, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, where you grew up. Why'd you join the military? What was it that, uh, that was attractive about that? Or, or maybe even some of those stories uh, as it relates to Georgia or was it Georgia football? You weren't out there like cheering on the golf team doing like knucklehead moments for University of Georgia. <laughs> no, no, none of that stuff right there. None of that. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to uh, get away. I, like I said, I'm from okay. a real small town and I wanted to get away. But actually, uh, my first getaway wasn't directly into the military. It was moving to Illinois. Um, and I will say that was one of my first knucklehead moments because I probably should have listened to my dad and held off for a little bit. Um, but I did. I went up there uh, chasing a woman, and uh, that uh, turned out to be uh, pretty interesting, but it did lead me to the military. Um, okay. So that was one of the most well, interesting. What time of year did you move to Illinois? Uh, well, I moved in October, oh, but God. the thing was was that it was still cold up there. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. So needless to say, when you say you went to Illinois, did you go to Chicago or did you go? In, or did you no, I actually moved to a small town right outside of uh, Peoria, Illinois, called Pekin, Illinois. Sure. So I went yeah. from one small town to another small town. You kicked yeah. in Caterpillar's door. You're like, hey, listen. Uh, I'm I'm the new guy in town in Peoria. I'm just kidding. I don't know if that if it worked like that. Did you go to Bradley for a period of time, or what'd you do? No, no, no. I didn't do that. I actually didn't go to school until I got out of the military. Okay, all right. What's my thing? Was I didn't go to school after until I got out, and uh, actually that was a, another great experience for me as well too. And I tell sure. people um, yep. that uh, it was a it was a good learning experience for me. I took psychology, which was uh, one of the catalysts for that was because of when I went on deployment. You know, uh, you see the people come back and they're dealing with a lot of issues, you know, um, just issues that a lot of times that when we get back, we don't really relate to some of the people that are actually helping us. Yeah. So, and it's, and it's sad to say it that way, but you know, that's just kind of how it is where you go there and the doctor, you know, may not be a veteran at all, may have never deployed and things of that nature. So you kind of just sit there and you're like, eh, you know, and you don't want to tell them what's going on so as I saw that and I dealt with that myself um, I did a lot of I did a lot of soul searching after I got out of the military and I was like you know what I'm actually going to go to school as well while I work so I did that and I started off with my degree in psychology and now I'm actually um, school starts in this August actually in the in the August you're going back going pursuing my master's degree for social work Wow. That good for you. That's exciting. That's exciting. So I have a, a really good friend um, who went into the social work realm mm-hmm. and uh, you know, they, they started out with the, pro- with the thought process that they were going to be able to affect change. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have gone, they have gone through so many um, examples of, of people who've, uh, whose lives have been changed through that. And, it, and it's incredible. And yet they've also, they, they, they tell stories about, about literally professional system workers mm-hmm. uh, within the social working realm. So, um, you know, I wish you all the best uh, with that. I, I, hope, I hope that you're able to, to help the folks that need help. Uh, in, in doing so, you're going to end up running into some bad apples. Uh, and let's hope that doesn't completely sour, uh, sour your experience there, man. So I, I hope that hope everything goes well there. Well, my wife is uh, a social worker also. Okay. So- so uh, I, I get a lot of the stories and I get a lot of, you know, what's going on in there. Uh, yeah. And 
dealing with social work as well um, on both ends, you know, on the professional end and on the, I go say on the client end. Um, sure. Yep. You, you get a lot of the stories about what's going on and things of that nature. How does and, she deal? How does she deal with that? I mean, I got to be honest with you. Like, if, I don't mean to stop you and we can kind of go back to what it is that you were talking about before, but how does she deal with that? I mean, in my experience, social work is, it's so, there's so much uh, invested. There's so much emotional investment and, and you just, you care so much. Those people have literally the most incredible hearts uh, for not only just people, but situations and circumstances. And they just, they're so empathetic. They're, they're probably some of the most patient people on the planet, mm -hmm. but how does she deal with that? How does she deal with those professional system workers? So to speak? Uh, I say, I, I say, and I'm not to like to toot my own horn or anything like that, but it comes with a great support system. Um, I have, to, yep. I have to constantly remind her, Hey, take a break. Hey, is it's serious, but it's not that serious. Hey, let's go on vacation. Hey, you know, just let's let's do something to get you away from this because burnout does happen in any job. Burnout happens, you yep. know. Um, even as an entrepreneur, you know, burnout happens, and yep. you get frustrated and you feel like you're not making changes or you're not progressing how you should be. And I think a lot of times, if we just took the time to step back for a second and enjoy what's actually in front of us or actually move ourselves away from that situation. One of the things I was told by someone who was a career social worker as well, too, was, you know, hey, it's okay in your field if you only work at place like two or three years. And then you jump from different professions, profession, because social work is such a broad degree, you can do community work, you can do mental health, you can do geriatrics, you can do uh, with pediatrics or children, you can do so many different things. So in that way, when you get burnt out on one particular thing, you can move over to something else, you know, whether it be, you know, veterans or whether it be, you know, like I say substance abuse. The same thing with my wife. My wife has moved from substance abuse to mental health and where now she works with the geriatric community. So, and it's not a, it doesn't seem bad on her end to just be moving from place to place because, you know, it's yeah. understandable that it's a broad spectrum. It's a broad spectrum. Exactly. Uh, that's, that's, that's good. That's, that's interesting. Um, that's interesting. I was talking to somebody not too long ago and we'll mm -hmm. jump back in. So I, and we kind of diverted already. So we're down that, <laughs> okay. we're down that path. So uh, <laughs> she was talking about uh, um, Carol Dweck, that book mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, and some studies that she had done as it relates to psychopaths and business, kind of the titans of industry, so to speak, and that, mm -hmm. that minds. I, I, again, this was some of Carol Dweck's research back in the, I think it was in the 70s and the 80s. Mm -hmm. uh, but she wrote an incredible book uh, called Mindset. And this woman that I was speaking with uh, made a point to mention to me that study and, and how uh, that thought process of detaching away from people or detaching away from the res end result of maybe a compromised circumstance. Mm -hmm. And yet those, those Titans of industry, um, they, they're able to delineate and they don't, they don't emotionally get attached to it and they just go out and take the risk regardless of what happens or the collateral damage, so to speak of somebody else. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, it's kind of fascinating <clears throat> really when you, when you get down into it. So you studied psychology now you're going right into social work. So yes. Good on you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So it, let's, it uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to ask you about how, why you decided to scratch the itch as an entrepreneur and what, you know, what's spools of war and you know, is, uh, there, is there something that you experienced in the military that made you want to be an entrepreneur? Or what oh, yes. Um, well, I, I would say 
then I actually kind of fell into entrepreneurship. Um, but I will say as far as getting into the military, it was something like there were things in the military that allowed that let me know that um, I was given the skills and the tools to become a leader and to be an entrepreneur as you, you know, as you go through it. And once you, a lot of times you don't see it sometimes while you're in the military, but as you get out and you start to to deal with other things and other situations, you realize that you were giving, they were essentially preparing you to deal with high stress uh, situations. Being able to to be adaptable is a big thing. Um, and just as you're saying too, to kind of detach from certain things, you know, with the risk of things. And it's like, all right, hey, this happened, but we're not going to resonate on it. We're going to keep moving forward, right. keep pushing forward. Um, and a lot of times too is to deal with your mistakes, you know, to deal with the, I would say, the issues and the problems and obstacle obstacles that you uh, that you come across, and you're like, oh crap. Uh, that was bad, yeah. but yeah. I know exactly what you mean there. Let's, let's try something different, you know? So the, the, the trying things different, uh, first of all, you, it requires a little bit of analysis, right? So you recognize there was a situation or circumstance that didn't go according to plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the Marine Corps, excuse me, in the military, we have co one, co two, co three courses of action. Mm-hmm. And those are the three. Once the commanding officer makes that determination, you have to go back all the way to where that plan started from. Mm-hmm. It started with recon and that recon uh, or the, the information gathering, the S2, putting together a plan, formulating information, organizing it into some type of strategy as to how that fits into the overall capabilities of that unit. That's exactly what you know, operational risk management or just market, uh, market research or uh, the discovery process, so to speak, whenever you're going to start a business. So, Tell us a little bit about spoils of war, and did, was how you were taught give you the gave you the idea of that, or is this your first business, or did you learn something in your first business that taught you to go after this business, or tell us a little bit about that? Well, I, I always did. I would consider I tell people it was a little bit of hustling, uh, but and I say hustling not in like the bad way. I'm out there flipping cards and uh, I'm with you. selling stuff without a license and things like that. It was just. Um, I wanted to, I, I worked hard on doing a lot of different things. Okay. Um, and the thing about it was with the sports of war, the sports of war came from something when I actually realized that I should be uh, doing something that I enjoy doing. And one of the things that I enjoy doing the most is supporting veteran owned businesses. Um, I've always been that type of guy when I was in the military to, Hey, like if you got a guys that are sitting in the barracks for the weekend, Hey, why don't you come over to my house? You know, once you come over, we uh, we have a good time, we go out, watch a movie, something just to get people together, you know, and to get them just away from stuff. So I wanted to support them in a way that was, you know, just not just to say, oh, hey, well, thanks, you're doing a good job. It was, yeah. hey, let's let me show you that I do value you. Let me show you that I want to make sure that, you know, you're doing fine and uh, and to create that community aspect. And so. That's how the sports of war was kind of born because uh, I was uh, like going around and I made a start making a list of businesses, like veteran owned businesses that I wanted to support and I wanted to spend my money with and show them that, hey, look, this is what I want to do. I want to, I want to support you guys. That's awesome. And uh, that kind of morphed from just me doing that, like a little hobby, uh-huh. of just 
spending like accumulating veteran owned stuff to becoming a directory where the uh, directory was, Hey, these are the businesses and these are the people out here with the services and things of that nature that are in my area. Yep. Support. And then that morphed into, well, you know what? Uh, A lot of other people don't really know about veteran owned businesses. You know, I tell people all the time is one of the biggest things I say, usually you hear me say it all the time is there are over 3 million veteran owned businesses out there. And most people can't name five businesses. You know, you can, you can name Grunt, Grunt style. style. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, Black Rifle Coffee for? Company. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, uh, Nine Line. You know, there are a few of them out there. And I'm not saying there's nothing, there's something wrong with those guys. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with those guys, you know. Uh, but a lot of times people don't understand that we're more than just coffee. You know, we're more than guns. Yep. And, you know, just the uh, undying patriotism. You know, I mean, that's a part of us. And that's a common theme between a lot of us. Right. You know, uh, but the thing is, is we are also more than that. We are a part of a lot of different industries. We're a part of a lot. Like, I mean, for veteran owned businesses, uh, science and technologies is actually the biggest portion. And actually, uh, retail is at the bottom. And people don't know these businesses. They don't know anything about them. They don't know about the services. They don't know that we put um, that I'm. that veteran-owned businesses, uh, they contribute over a trillion dollars to the economy. You know, that's that's something serious right there. That's pretty you incredible. Know? Yeah, I, and, I didn't even know that. That's, a, that's amazing. You know, and, and the thing about it is, and what's so interesting about it is, even when we put in over a trillion dollars, most of us are self-employed. And so we don't have that time to, we don't have the time or the resources uh, to do marketing for each other or to promote our own businesses and things of that nature because we're the workhorses, workhorses. And right. that's what we get a lot of. And we get a lot of that from the military where that military mindset is like, I got to work, 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 you know, work hard and stuff like that. Yep. And there's, and there's, we kind of miss out on the opportunities to do, you know, promotions and to do a little bit of marketing and things of that nature. And yep. so that's where I want to fill in too um, with the sports of war is to not only, you know, help support you, by you know purchasing your product and showing everybody else where to uh, find you, it's yeah. also to essentially to say, hey, look, we'll do this for you. That's what I was just about ready to ask. So, mm-hmm. what is the process like? So, let's say for instance, I'm a service business and I'm in, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a tree removal service or fishing guide service in Arkansas. How do I mean? How how do you be in spoils of war down in Mission, Texas? How do you help them? Or what, what is it that you do that, that, uh, that differentiates yourself than, you know, a Facebook group or something like that? Well, that's the thing is a lot of times what we do is we try to find ways for you. One of the first things is we do is we try to find ways for you to collaborate with other people. Okay. Um, trying to find ways to, for you to collaborate with other businesses to get your name out there. Um, we also try to find, we go out and we look for other businesses and other consumers who are in that general area. So yep. that you, so we can connect you with it, you know? Um, yep. And that's the thing is we believe in collaboration. Uh, someone once told me that a rising tide lifts all boats. That's right. And that's one of the things is, and so I believe that when you collaborate with the others and when you work together, everyone will raise higher. So what we do is, like I said, is we try to find ways for you to collaborate with other businesses in your local area. Got it. You know, so that we can, so that you can uh, boost your your uh, client 
uh, your client market and to uh, also so that you can essentially, how can I put this? Uh, so tap, tap into your network. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to speak for you, but you yeah. have a network. I have a network that, that, that hypothetical scenario, the, the person that I just told you about, they have a network mm-hmm. and everybody plays seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? So within seven, <laughs> yes. you know, within seven, seven steps removed, mm-hmm. somebody knows somebody who knows somebody. I guarantee you you're from Georgia, right? So yes. We started talking a little bit. You started talking about Georgia, and then I mentioned somebody. We probably know some of the same people outside exactly. of the, our existing sphere of influence. You know, exactly. so uh, I, that's that's good, and I understand the deliberate effort that you are you're putting out there uh, to help veteran, not just veteran business owners, but specifically, it sounds like you're working with veteran business owners. But that service in itself, that's a connector of people. There's mm-hmm. there's a tremendous amount of value there. Yes, it's 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 a lot of value, and a lot of times we don't we don't. We forget that, you know, we forget yeah. that those connections and actually working with other people is just as valuable because no matter what your business is, you're still a person, it's still a person to person connection, right. you know, and that's one of the most important things that you have to, one of the most important things that you have to cultivate, yeah. you know, um, and so, and that goes to back, we said, like going back to the services is just like, the other thing is that we try to help provide you is with solutions, you know, solutions to help get your business out there, get your name out there as well. So while we may not have the actual, the, uh, the knowledge of what it is, but we can help provide you with the tools and the tips to actually get you to, to boost your visibility yep. within a certain community or a certain area, yep. you know, with one simple tip, you know, or just saying, Hey, this is how you shave off a little bit of time, uh, working on this project right here and we can do that for you. Um, and that's it. And you can focus on other things. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Well, I, I, you know, I know that, uh, personally, uh, we've talked, we've, we've stayed connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were the proud recipient of a, of a don't be beta shirt. Yes. And at the same time, I believe you bought one for your wife too. Like every that, good husband should. That's correct. You buy, you buy, you buy one for your wife and let her support it. We're actually coming out with some women's tank tops here relatively soon. So I'm excited about nice, our, our nice. diverse product offering that I can, I can bring to the table. That's a shameless plug for my, <laughs> for my shirts on your, you know, for spoils of war there. That's uh, fine. with but, me. So how, so how do people get in touch? Okay. So we talked about that before we talked mm-hmm. about Facebook, talk about, um, Instagram, not Instagram. We talk about uh, no, Facebook, Twitter, and mm-hmm. uh, how do people get in touch with you if they have questions about how to get their products or services out there? How do people come in and even support you? Or uh, how do can people buy products from veteran business owners on Spoils of War? Or how does that work? Well, we're working on that platform as we speak. We're trying to we're trying to make that a bit easier um, to for people to just directly contact those from Spoils of War. That's one of the it's one of the biggest things that we're trying to handle right now. I'm sorry, my wife uh, turned on the water outside, so that's all good. Kind of distracted me a little bit. Uh, good, <laughs> She's uh, giving the dog some water. All right. But, so with that, with that being said, though, in its current state, how do how would somebody do that? How, how does in, in the current state is just simply right now we go through Facebook or we go through or you can go to contact us through Facebook Messenger cool. is one of the the best ways to contact us because we also have it set up to where we can divert you to what the questions are okay. and to trickle that down to what are your specific needs, and especially for, especially when it comes to veteran business owners, you know, those are the ones that usually come to us with the questions like, Hey, how can you help us? Well, yep. you know, Hey, just contact us through Facebook or you can contact me at Dennis.b.cohen 
at thespoilsaward.us is another way that you can contact me as well. Dennis.b. As in Bravo. Okay. Dot Cohen. That Cohen. Cohen is Charlie Oscar Hotel, Hotel Echo November. All right. There yeah, we I, go. I know it's long. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, I didn't think about that when I first did. I was like, ah, you know what? I just want my whole name These out. These people there. are going to earn it. They're going to get, they're going to exactly. get, it's, it's, they're going to, they're going to make, we're going to make it work for it. No, but yeah. Dennis, it, is there two ends? One end? How many, how many ends is there? Help, help these people. We're, we're talking to Marines and knuckle, knuckle dragons. Yes, but here, I'll, I'll, to make it easier for everybody, I'll do it in the phonetic, alpha, phonetic alphabet. There it uh, is. I do it all the time. So it's Deco, uh, Del Deco. <laughs> <laughs> Delta Echo, November, November. India Sierra dot Bravo dot Charlie Oscar Hotel Echo November at the Spoils of War dot US. So, and it's just so much easier if you just go on Facebook. <laughs> it is. I was just about ready to say that. You know what? Just let we'll scratch the last thirty. No, I'm just messing with you. We'll yeah. Find them on Facebook, folks. Find them on Facebook. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I appreciate you you coming on um, and uh, and spending some time with us here on the show. It's 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 always awesome to to talk with with uh, veteran business owners who are looking at their smorgasbord of experiences, uh, extracting some lessons that they've learned. Uh, whether it be side hustling uh, and surfacing the need for you to run a business or perfecting a skill set and then being able to market that service to other veterans uh, or other, other uh, just consumers out there in the market mm-hmm. and, uh, and, establish, and finding a need and then establishing a solution for that need. So it's, it's, it's incredible. I, I really appreciate you taking some time to spend with us. Tell us a little bit about you, a little bit about Spoils of War. Uh, anything else that you want to wrap up before we, uh, or anything else that you want to say before we wrap up here? I'll just, I want to say thank you, man. Thank you for what you're doing. I think it's important, again, as I always say, that it's important not to just focus on our successes, but focus on where we also failed at so that we can actually go back, look into that, and do better the next time. So, and you're definitely doing that. And so I, I definitely appreciate it. And like I said, and you're out there getting your spoils. So, you know, a lot of people don't ask me, well, what's the spoils of war mean? Well, the spoils of war is essentially what we learned from the military and taking that into our business. So you're out there getting the spoils. So hashtag don't be beta, hashtag get the spoils. That's right. You, that's right. You heard it here, man. Absolutely. Well, we'll, we'll continue to do that. We'll continue to, uh, to, drive, uh, to drive forward. And remember, today, today could be the day that you decide to actually not be beta. Today could be the day, the, literally marking the first day for the rest of your life of you going out there and getting some wins. So making sure that you listen uh, to Knucklehead Podcast, you go to Spoils of War, you connect with veteran business owners like myself and Dennis. Uh, we're here as a resource. Dennis is an incredible support for his uh, sphere of influence, his network, and his wife like you talked about earlier. But listen, if you're out there and you have a question about what your next steps are, you have a team. Your, your veteran team is your network. It's on you not to be beta. Go and ask for some help. Go and ask for some of that experience and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid about that process. So make sure that you go out and have it happen for you today. So go out and make it happen. Have a great rest of the week. Dennis, appreciate your time, buddy. We're going to sign off here. Have a good rest of the day, guys. Take care. See ya.